0: hello and welcome to the poor generation the show that inspires the present and future generations to take a deeper look at their lives to see how their gifts and passions can be used to pour back into the world around them i'm your host alex pasley and in today's episode we will talk about redeeming your past with our guest isaiah tatum We will discuss the ins and outs of overcoming your past so that you can step into your true calling. If you are new to the podcast or tuning back in, I would like to thank you so much for stopping by. If you are enjoying the podcast, please follow us on Instagram, The Poor Generation. Like, share, and comment. Guys, I'm so excited about our show today. Isaiah is going to bring some amazing energy. He is going to encourage us while he takes us on his life journey. Welcome to the poor generation, Isaiah. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing?
1: Man, <laughs> so, you know what you want them to know, right? No, but a little bit about me, man. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, but I've been living in Nashville for about 10 years now. And um, I started out in the entertainment industry, and then, you know, did that for like five or six years, man. and now I do real estate and um, so I've been in real estate for six years you know outside of work you know I said I love to sing you know I love music you know um, have a new YouTube show you know um, called the I Live Now show you know um, wrote a book in 2020 Call Little Me. I will live now. A journey from identity crisis to waking the dreamer, which is a long title, but that's all right. <laughs> I guess, yeah, so yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what inspired you to write your book?
1: Man, it was. It's all. It was all about hope and being able. I am a big person who loves stories, and um, I believe stories and testimonies are needed to be able to give people hope who are hopeless and that was one of the reasons why i wrote my book because it tells about my story and um i felt like i was like man if i went through this or if i gone through this like somebody else has gone through and i am needing to tell it you know so people can know that they're not alone and so that's what really inspired me one for all god told me to do it <laughs> <laughs> But it was an honor to do it. It took me seven years to write it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. It took me seven years to write it because the first rough draft band was for me. Mm-hmm. And once I wrote it, I was like, throw it away. I was like, hold on. Hold on, big fella. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? He's like, now you write it from a heel standpoint and and you make it about your reader now,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know? So what is the book about? The book is ultimately about like not letting childhood trauma steal the rest of your life and dreams. Um, When I was young, I was sexually molested by guys Mm -hmm. and it just, it just wrecked my life, you know, and it took years of my life all the way up to 28, like 28 was when I decided like enough was enough, you know, because I had a roommate at the time and I was like, bro. I was like, it's, it's, it's Monday again. It's like, it's Monday again. It's Monday again. It's Monday again. When that fourth Monday came, I was like, man, my life is passing me by.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was like, what is up? And I was just like, the reason why I can't move on is because of the holes in my soul. Hmm childhood yeah I was like man I gotta get help I was like God you good and you heal and all that stuff like that but I need I need a counselor man so like for my 28th birthday I gifted myself a counseling session in order to figure this thing out yeah man it was the best decision of my life
0: yeah I'm sure people would hear that story and think what kind of God would allow that to happen but I believe God can turn any negative thing in our lives into an opportunity for us to share our story to help others heal, just like you are doing now.
1: Man, absolutely. Like, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It happened to me, but it wasn't for me. Because the healing aspect was for me to be able to help other people walk through this. And not even just molestation, man. It's just like, you just things in your past that's just keeping you from being able to fully come into who you were created to be because sometimes we think like oh my past and i've done this and i've done that and this happened to me and we become victims and it's like but no like the blood of jesus wipes all that away and you can literally live a big life yeah. like like one that only people can dream about you get what i'm saying it's just yeah. like it's that redemption you know, and so that's like my calling, man, if I know anything about purpose, that's one of them is to wake people up to be like, yo, you don't have to live in yesterday, you know, there's a process and there's, you know, healing that you have to go through, but don't stop there because we still have dreams and we still have a world to affect, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what, that's what I feel like I'm called to do. At least one of the things that I'm called to do, man, it's like share my story, but also give people hope.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. So what else do you feel like you're called to do?
1: I mean, in April, I got my life coaching license. You know, um, I was like, I, I'm just called to help people, you know. Um, and I was like, what better way to do it than through life coaching, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like to call it life coaching because life coaching, it just got like a, <laughs> it just got a connotation to it. That's just like, you know, I call it dream coaching. Okay. I call it dream coaching because the world needs our dreams. Like it needs our dreams. Like it needs those books. It needs those podcasts. Like what yeah. you're doing. It needs those, um, those paintings, those recipes, those nonprofit organizations, those businesses, like the world needs all of that, like, dream, yeah. you know? And so if our past is still in that from us, it's like, You know, what are we doing? You know, so yeah, yeah.
0: for sure. But what do you tell that kid that's like, man, like, I don't deserve that dream. You know, I have this vision, but it's like, I don't think I'm worthy of it. So I'm not going to step out.
1: What what would you tell them? I would tell them, man, you need to find out who you are. Like, you have to really walk into who you are. It's changing that identity Mm -hmm. and changing that self-talk and changing that story that says I am unworthy. And, you know, like that was one of the biggest things when I went to counseling, bro, it was like, what am I dealing with? And my counselor's like, dude, you're dealing with toxic shame and toxic shame. You know, there's a good shame and then there's toxic shame, you know, but toxic shame says I am unworthy. I am unlovable. I am worthless. And Mm -hmm. we've tacked this identity on ourselves based upon whatever has happened in our lives. And so, if a person is saying, "I feel unworthy, I'm like, "What is the root cause of why do you feel unworthy?"
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: it's time that you have to go and find the story one find the find the event that made you think like that mm-hmm. and then two, uproot the lie with the truth, and you have to visualize and meditate on the truth until you feel worthy but I just tell people, it's like, hey, when you know who you are, it's just like, and you start to see and believe like, yo, I'm a new creation, you know, until you by faith, it it, sometimes it takes faith to walk in that when your emotions and your feelings say otherwise, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's why I'm like, hey, sometimes you got to go forward, even when those lies are loud. I call them the loud lies in my book because mm-hmm. they do talk and they're from the enemy. You know what I'm saying? So For sure. find the truth of who you are. You know, do you remember that uh scene in Lion King where uh Mufasa came back to Simba and he was like, Simba, <laughs> you know? He, the- <laughs> <laughs> he got that voice, right? And he's like, Simba, remember who you are.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Like the king had to come back and tell him and remind him who he was. Yeah, There was a king inside of this timid lion who was, you know, destined to become king over the pride land. Right. Yeah. So um, so that's us. Like we allow things that have happened in our past to take the king out of us.
0: That's deep. That's deep. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we just got to be reminded, like, yo, who am I? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Who am I? So that's what I would say.
0: Yes, I think that is so true. I think it is important to have positive people in our lives, people that can remind us who we truly are. So what do you think the first thing someone should do if they're trying to find out who they truly are?
1: The word. It's the word. Like, because, you know, a lot of people are like, what's the will? What's the will, God? What's, what's your will for my life? <laughs> he says it in his word, you know? And, bro, we all have, you know, I, I like to say we all have the same assignment. And that's when Jesus went and said, go into all the nations and make disciples.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bro, we're all here to build God's kingdom. Like every single child of God is here to build his kingdom, not our kingdom, his kingdom, not our empire, his empire. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, Hey, let me get, let me make the main thing. The main thing I was created to build God's kingdom. Like that's easy. I want to help everybody just know from this day forward, you were created to build God's kingdom. Now, how you do that, how you go and make disciples all depends upon what gifts you've been given, mm-hmm. okay? So if you've been given the gift of music, so sometimes a gift is one of those things that really allows somebody to make change, that affects change. So you know how you can have a singer be like, oh, okay, they talented, right? But then you hear another singing like, man, they're gifted.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You want that second one, like because that giftedness is like an anointing to do what you were created to do in order to build God's kingdom. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why you've been given the talents you've been given, the skills you've been given, all naturally. That's why you have to know yourself to be like, yo, what do I do naturally? You know what I'm saying? Go call your mom and call your dad, like what did I used to do when I was young. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. you used to just draw you know what I'm saying? And then now you start painting these masterpieces that just bring peace to people when they see your, see your paintings. They're like, man, how did you do that? Cause I was inspired. What is this? What does this piece mean? And you give the meaning of the painting. You get what I'm saying? That's yeah. a gift. How do you take your gifts and expand the kingdom of God?
0: Man, you are preaching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude it's so simple exactly like, that's what made, i was about to say
0: we,
1: yeah we've made it complicated because you know because like a lot of people also think that we just have one thing to do mm-hmm. you've been given several gifts <laughs> it's like what is god doing at this moment in time how exactly. can my gifts affect change on what god is doing at this moment mm-hmm. right so that's why it's like you got to know yourself and know what you carry and know what you possess and then be on the lookout on like, what is God doing right now? Why do I have a big hungriness, you know, or like a hunger to go serve the homeless? Mm-hmm. You know it lines up with his word. And then all of a sudden, you know, you cook well and God is putting it on your heart to be like, yo, I need to cook for the homeless every Tuesday. Yeah. Why? Because they know they can come get a meal but they also gonna receive the word, building God's kingdom.
0: So, do you feel like your purpose changes throughout the seasons of your life?
1: Yeah, I mean, the seasons, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are levels to your purpose, you know what I'm saying? And there are seasons to your purpose. Like, you don't stay in the same place the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be like, hey, yeah, your purpose might be a pastor. But, I mean, I, I look at Bishop T.D. Jakes, like, That man right there is like such an inspiration to me because he started out as a pastor, but now he's an author. Now he's a real estate mogul. Like it evolves. Like, yes, he's a preacher, he's a pastor, he's a bishop, but then all of his gifts are affecting the kingdom of God. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I tell people, like, because we get stuck on, like, what's that one thing that I'm created to do? What's that one thing? No like expand your mind. Yeah. The question to ask is like how can I use my gifts to expand the kingdom of God? You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I write music, it's not it's not like oh I want to write a song so I can so I can win a Grammy. It's fine, you know what I'm saying to win a Grammy. But the heart behind it truly is like I want to write songs that keeps people from jumping off the bridge.
0: Yeah. I, and I was guilty of that when I was trying to find my purpose. I was so focused on just one thing. Mhm and I kind it took me 7 years to figure it out and yeah. and I wouldn't say that I mastered it by no means you know a friend challenged me to ask god to show me what would make me happy in this season of my life and that's how the podcast came up going back to what you said earlier I know there's someone that feels the same way like me so that's why I wanted to provide a platform for guests to come on to talk about their stories so listeners know they're not alone and that they can overcome their challenges as well. I think it's very important not to focus on one thing and to remember that we are blessed with multiple gifts and that we can have an impact on a lot of different things. So I appreciate you saying that, man, that, that it's home for me. Um, oh. so, I, so I know that's good. It's <laughs> right there, man. So what do you do to actually stay on track so that you can achieve the long-term vision?
1: Man, I ain't gonna lie. I'm still learning this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I still am. You know what I'm saying? Because you get a squirrel syndrome. Because that's like that's the side of being gifted too, that can be a blessing and a curse. I don't even want to call it a curse. It could be a blessing and something else, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm so gifted to be able to do several things, but it's just like, man, how do I stay focused? You know what I'm saying? To be able to complete that thing. You know, and to stay in the vision of like, all right, wait. Yes, it does take discipline, but it also requires you to just keep on going until the vision is like, it's tangible. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, I can't get sidetracked. Why? Because people's lives are attached to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like more so like, all right, the people I'm called to serve are waiting on me to birth this vision. Like, yeah. man, that's what, it just sparked that that, that scripture that says, like, the earth is groaning for the sons and daughters to reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. That's literally, these, the world is waiting for the sons and daughters. It's like, they're like groaning, like they're mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah. Yo, Alex, yo, Isaiah, reveal yourself, reveal what God has put in you so we can be like, oh, this is what we've been waiting on all this time without us even knowing you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. So what would you tell the listeners that are afraid to take a leap of faith? Maybe they're saying my life is already a failure or that I've already tried so many things and I'm tired of failure. What advice would you give them?
1: Man, I would much rather fail and moving forward into something than sit back and do nothing. The reason being is because that's what's happening every single day. But a lot of people are like, God, you want me to do this? God, you want me to do that? And they don't do anything. Mm -hmm. 40 years pass by and they're in the same exact spot. And that is typically fear. Exactly. Exactly. It is typically fear of making the wrong decision. It's just like, hey, your GPS is going to tell you which route to go. But if you go the wrong way, that GPS is going to be like Mm rerouting and mm put you back on place. So God is so faithful to be like, hey, even if you do get off track or even if you don't do what I was that wasn't destined for you, I will get you back on track because you will know if you're supposed to be somewhere or not
0: exactly exactly
1: i'm telling you your gut slash the holy spirit will tell you is like no recalibrate redirection you know and it's fine at least you took some type of faith step
0: exactly exactly
1: to, to go forward in something because you could play it safe and stay in the house mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know so that's what i tell that person it's just like one heal first because your cloudy your cloudy judgment through trauma and pain can lead you down paths that are just like every single place exactly or i want what god wants because god knows this is why so it's so crucial to connect with the creator Because everything that you were created to do and be, he formed it before he put it in your mom's womb. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: So therefore, like those dreams and stuff that you keep thinking about is because your design was that the whole time. He's just wooing you and drawing you to delight yourself in him, to spend time with him, to have a relationship with him. So he can be like, yo, yeah, I've given you a singing voice so you can bring people into my presence.
0: Is there anything else you would like to leave the listeners with?
1: You owe it to yourself, but you also owe it to God to find out why you were created. Because there are people connected to your life that are waiting for you to walk in your purpose because your purpose isn't about you. It's about serving the people who God lined up in your life to serve. So you want to be great, serve. Man, what
0: a great episode. Thank you so much for walking us through your life journey, Isaiah, and teaching us the importance of healing. It is so important to get the help that we need so that we can help someone else. You dropped a lot of knowledge on us today. I'm not going to lie. I know I took a lot of tips from today's episode and I plan to use them along my life journey. I want to thank you again so much for your time and blessing the poor generation.
1: Absolutely. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. So where can all the listeners follow you?
1: Yeah, so they can all go Isaiah D Tatum. Facebook.com forward slash Isaiah D Tatum, Instagram, TikTok. Everything is Isaiah I-S-I-A-H-D-T-A-T-U-M. So you'll find me on all of those.
0: Before we wrap up, I have two questions that I always ask my guests question one who or what is pouring into you right now
1: man I have um I have mentors you know um who are doing amazing things you know like it's so crucial to get around people who are doing what you want to do or who are at other levels than you you know
0: yeah that is good advice So question two, what are you doing right now to pour into this world?
1: (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay (laughs) tuned.
0: Stay tuned. Got some
1: things launching. Okay. In the coming months, man, that dealing with my coaching.
0: Listeners, I have four key takeaways I want to leave you with today. The first one being you are worthy no matter what your situation is or was. You are loved. And this world needs your gifts and passions. Remember, don't allow the things in your past to keep you from stepping into who you were created to be. Next, remember, you owe it to yourself and God to find out why you were created. Because your purpose isn't about you. It is about serving the people who God lined up in your life to serve. Guys, I would recommend checking out Isaiah's book. It is called Little Me, I Will Live Now. A Journey from Identity Crisis to Waking the Dreamer. Also, each week's book recommendations are going to be saved on our Instagram page. You can find it under the book highlights. If you are still listening, I want to give you a huge thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 5. Please follow us on Instagram, The Poor Generation. Like, share, and comment. You can also email me. My email address is thepoorgeneration at gmail.com. I would love to hear about your stories. And if you have any questions or book recommendations, please reach out to me. I'm so excited about the support and what we are building. We are building up a community that is pouring out love and pouring their gifts back into this world. I want to end the show by saying that you are loved and that you do have a purpose. You do have unique gifts and talents to offer this world I love you and I will see you in the next episode. That is a wrap on episode five. Thank you so much.